Welcome to City Limits. I'm Kevin. And I'm Ann. And this is part two on the 99-year lease, so let's get into it. Ready. So the other big issue I want to talk about, of course, is the 99-year lease. Mm -hmm. A couple weeks ago, Joe Catalano had a couple attorneys Mm -hmm. on his his show, and they had some interesting things to say. And uh, both of them, they worked together, I think, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Tom... Montmany and Jocelyn Sedney. Tom is a corporate lawyer with the healthcare industry, and I think he's negotiated leases. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jocelyn is a civil attorney, I mm-hmm. guess. But these are people that not weren't necessarily involved, right? I would say that there are people who, you know, they've gotten involved in maybe different things over the years. Not Tom, but Jocelyn, but but not not to the degree that they've gotten involved in this. And this is simply because Jocelyn was, on, she's, she likes to go hiking in the Blue Hills with her wife and she likes the outdoors and she saw this coming and she was looking for the trails that don't exist. That's what started her interest. And I think Tom saw Jocelyn on QATV just happenstance and took a listen to it and, you know, started to question some of the things. He's always been very supportive of the things happening in the city of Quincy, but now he's taking a step back saying, whoa, this this is not good for the city. Maybe I should get involved. Right. And he so, wrote a lovely letter in the Quincy Sun um, explaining his stance on that, too. Yeah. So I'm going to play some clips from Tom and Jocelyn on basically why this isn't a good deal mm-hmm. for the citizens of Quincy. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Tom. This lease in uh, its, its 99-year term just struck me uh, that it was being rushed. And I, I really couldn't I un- understand what was the rush when there are 33 years left on the current lease. It doesn't expire to 2056. So why not make sure that all the all the T's are crossed, the I's are dotted. Uh, my understanding is that uh, the city has not completed an audit of the financials to make sure we're even receiving the rent that's due under the current lease. Um, there, there, there's a lot of due diligence that could be done. So it was the, the length of the term, because once you lock in a lease for 99 years, you're essentially taking decision-making concerning that lease away from the next four generations of Quincy residents. So the term really concerned me, and also the amount of rent. Uh, it's it's one-tenth of certain revenues. And that may have made sense when the property was being developed, uh, to, to, in order to get developers to take risk and develop this, what was a landfill into a magnificent property. Um, but now, when you're asking for a new lease, if this lease was expiring today, it's a turnkey property. It's a 27-hole golf course with fantastic amenities. Uh, you would be able to ob- obtain a rent much higher than one-tenth. In my view, it it should be a significantly uh, higher rent that the city should be receiving. So that's Tom and and explaining, you know, why he's getting involved now and saying why it's not necessarily a good deal um, where, you know, a tenth made sense 
then because you... You were taking it from a dump. You yeah. Know? Back then, 28 years ago, it was a risk, but now it's no longer a risk. Now it's turnkey. Right. And the other thing that was interesting, he mentioned the audit. That was something that was brought up in November when they first brought this before us. When the administration brought this before us and it was a red line lease and basically the question was, you know, first, who... I asked the question, who negotiated it? And it was QHA's attorneys and our, our legal department. That's, that's unnerving. And the second thing was, where's the audit? And they said there were audits that were performed, but we have still to this date... And it's, you know, April 28th, we do not have any of those audits in front of us. And then in January, when they came back, they said they had to hire somebody to do an audit. So we did a red line lease without having any of the understanding of the financials to protect the taxpayers of the city of Quincy before we started negotiating a lease. Those are just the basic steps that you would take before you actually start talking to somebody about a financial deal. Mm-hmm. So we're waiting on those audits. Still. Right. So here, here's Tom explaining the 33 years. Mm-hmm. The uh, folks at Coriel's Associates, they're stating that they need this 99-year lease in order to secure financing for future developments. So what's your response to that? Well, uh, I've, I've heard that. I've heard their contention. I don't buy it. And the, the reason I, I don't buy it is because they haven't identified what improvements they want to make there and how much they want to borrow. So. Uh, and I, I understand they've produced some letters from some local banks um, supporting their contention, but neither of those letters identifies the amount of the loan that's being requested or the project for which it's being being requested. So I think 33 years should be sufficient to finance various improvements to the to the existing property. And if there were it to be an improvement that was a, a substantial expense that needed a, a loan, I, I don't know, in the tens of millions mm-hmm. of dollars, then all of this is eventually going to inure to the benefit of the city. The city could act as a guarantor of that loan. Okay. You, you don't need to enter a longer term. The Maybe bank is only, in, the lender, excuse me, the yeah. lender is only interested in getting paid back. Right. Or securing the property that they're financing, right? right? Which right. I think is going to be a hotel. That's, I think it's been publicly discussed. They'd like to have a, at least one hotel right. uh, that can develop at that site as well. So he's, he's explaining that, you know, 33 years should be sufficient. Nine, nine years isn't yeah. necessarily needed. No. And, and, then, also, and, and I know Corey Hills furnished a couple letters. Yeah, one was from Mountain Bank. And basically in Mountain Bank, it doesn't actually say it needs to be 99 year lease. It needs to have some most of like, so if you think of like big mall developments and stuff, they'll have a 30 year lease with an extension for 30 years. And they'll just keep rolling it over and rolling over their amortization of the loans that they take out so they can keep, can they can keep up with the buildings. And they, the, the only reason why something would be 99 years is if you knew what the project was, but Corey Hills does not want to show us or tell us what they're doing. So what, the only way you could say yes to a, anything that's an extended lease like that, you would have to know exactly what they're doing up there, but they're telling us they don't have a master plan. They don't know what they're doing. They have a million ideas, but they're not going to tell us what those ideas are. So why would we give them a 99-year lease? That's the real question. And Mountain Bank and Berkshire Bank both explain, if you don't own the property, we want extended leases on that, but extended leases could be 30, 30 years at the rollover. We gave them 50 years to the beginning. So the number of years is dependent on what they are trying to do. And we don't know what they're trying to do because they won't tell us. They're basically saying, give us a lease and then we'll figure it out. Right. And that's not good for the city of Quincy either. Now, I want you to think and about it. wouldn't it. be good for a bank either. It wouldn't be good for a bank. And it would, well, the bank won't give you money unless you're telling <laughs> yeah. them what they're doing. They're not going to give you money unless you say, this is our plan. And the other thing I want people to think about, you, would you, 
would you in your own home rent out a room without knowing who's going to come and rent it? You wouldn't just rent it to a stranger. You would want, or if you had an apartment or a con, any, anything that you're doing, you would not, you would not do without doing your due diligence to find out whether or not somebody can put their first last of security or whatever it is that you're doing, renting out your property, a commercial property, a commercial property, they would sign a non-disclosure saying we will, you know, we will keep this quiet, but we want to know what you're going to be doing in our, in our premise and our, in our, our building, because we're the owners of the building. And if something was to go wrong, we want to know what's happening there. So, but a 99 year lease without knowing what they're going to do, it doesn't make sense. These letters do not say that you need a 99 year lease. They basically say nothing to back that up. Like, and, yeah. And one of them, one of those banks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Mountain One, I believe Tom McConnell is on the board yeah. of that bank, which is that that's a whole other thing. That's there's, there's banking rules for that, like for them to be able to borrow. And then on the Berkshire bank, that's one of their primary banks that um, Marina Bay associates. And I think um, um, the golf course court, um, Granite Lakes, mostly borrows from Berkshire Bank. And basically what they're saying is their loan to value, even though they have 33 years left in their loan to value, they have um, they may have maxed out what they can borrow. That Again, that is not that is not the problem with the city of Quincy. So we need to know what you're doing before we can give you a 99 lease. Show us the plans. Like right. we're not going to give it to, at least for me. I can't give you something. I don't know what you're going to do. And, right. a, and a promise or a potential or just saying I'm going to have a hotel isn't good enough. And they haven't promised that. Everybody's talking about it, but they won't produce that. Okay. Um, and then it was Jocelyn's turn, and um, she's going to go into the formula. And mm-hmm. I, I really want folks to pay attention mm-hmm. to this because the city of Quincy is potentially leaving a ton of money on the table. Absolutely. That could benefit generations of, of yeah. residents mm-hmm. of Quincy, mm-hmm. not a family. Yeah. Okay. What's different? Well, um, and I I hope I'm not getting too much into the weeds on this, but, you know, my concern is that I want people to read specifically that part of the two leases so they can compare the two. Right. This is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. So under the current lease, the city is supposed to get 10% of all of the golf-related fees. Okay. Membership fees, everything. The current lease, before it was amended by Mayor Koch in 2016, the current lease also gave us... 10% of the golf cart rentals. Okay. That was removed in 2016 uh, by Mayor Koch in an amendment to the lease. I see. So just take the golf carts uh, away, so 10% of golf course fees. Now, under the new lease, Mm -hmm. the 99 lease, we get 10% of the total gross minus the cost of collecting the fees, the cost of commissions for consultants, the cost of compensation for the consultants, and absolutely no golf cart revenue. So when you just look at those two formulas, they're different. And we get less under the second one because you take out of the gross these additional Mm -hmm. expenses. Mm -hmm. So why would we agree to get less in the 99-year lease? Someone's asking for a huge ask I mean, 99 years, mm-hmm. multiple generations, shouldn't we get a huge response? Shouldn't we get a huge amount? E- even if it's 20%, but 20% of the total, don't be taking out these nickel and dime issues. So what Jackson was trying to explain there is that, you know, the city of Quincy is getting 10% for the the golfing from, that's, that's gross from golfing, and 10% um, net from the other services that we have up there. And if you're just looking at the formula straight out, the current lease is actually going to give us more financial than the, the 99 year lease because they're adding into the 99 year lease. They're adding fees. 
They're adding consulting commissions. They're adding compensation for consultants. They're adding they're adding financial interest, which we don't define that. Is that the loan? Those are deducted from they're the 10% deducted. before they cut a check. To yeah, them. before they cut a check. So when you think about it, you're getting 10% of, of net, and that means after your expenses are taken out. So the city of Quincy is not really getting 10%. We're probably getting close to closer to 1% in some situations. Or maybe right. even She'll that. explain that in a minute. Yeah. But th- there's another interesting part. In mm-hmm. 2016, oh, yeah. Tom Koch... In remove golf course rental yes. from. So one the, of one of the things that we collected, which was ten percent also, uh, was the golf cart rentals. And there's no real explanation as to why. Maybe the maybe the fee structure was more expensive for Corey Hills, but for whatever reasons, Tom Coke, Mayor Tom Coke, made and made a deal with Corey Hills. And a unilateral the, deal. A unilateral deal, which he's allowed to do. He's the strong mayor, right. but, but he's he, the head. He's the CEO. He's the CEO, but he made a decision to take finances, to take money, revenues out of that were coming. The city of Quincy, out of the city of Quincy, out of the taxpayers' pockets and put it on the table for Quarry Hills. So we're getting less money from Quarry Hills from the current deal, the 50-year deal that we have. And it was never reported, never in the paper, never explained to anybody. But that's something that we're not collecting. And then in the new deal, the 99 release, we're also not getting it there either. So it's not give, like you can walk that course. <laughs> no, you can't. We, you can go play and you can pay an extra lot of money to play up there, but it's more, it's less that we're getting. Now, I just want people to think about this in your own perspective like if you're if you're renting a home or you know when your fair market value of your properties go up your rents go up you pay more we all pay more we pay more money for our food we pay more money for our utilities we pay more money for and there's nobody giving us a break it's not like i can say well i can't really afford that can somebody just give me a break so i don't have to do it because i'm running a great business up here so the thing is is the mayor of the city of quincy gave a gift to corey hills and said you do not have to pay the city of quincy for the golf cart rentals anymore you can keep that we don't need that money our right. taxpayers don't need any source of revenues to come in because we have when we need it we can just go back and take it from them that's concerning uh, okay so this next part jocelyn's going to go more into the the formula and some of the fees that are are being deducted mm-hmm. In terms of the, the um, other services, the functions and the, the tavern and those kinds of things, we're supposed to get 10% of a net under the current lease. Okay. And the net is, you know, you take the gross profits and take off a whole list of, of expenses, which has been done. And there's a, a, an exhibit to the lease that specifies what those expenses can be. And we get then 10% of that. Now, the new lease for the 99 years says we get... Uh, 10% of the net, and that's the gross minus all of these different expenses, plus minus maintenance and minus financing. Now, what does that mean? It's, you're adding additional expenses to take off, and what does maintenance mean? Maintenance of the hotel, the tavern, all those things, and the cost of financing? Is that the interest on the loan? What is that? Mm-hmm. So that's less. We're getting less under the 99-year lease. So why would we agree to that? And do you know in dollar terms, do you, have you broken down to well, what that would mean? I, I, well, I don't know okay. because I don't know what the hotel would be, right. but I do have um, dollars and cents for what we have been getting. Okay. For instance, and I just took, I have these um, financial statements from um, Quarry Hills that they provided to the city. Okay. Now, it, it's quite a bit of work to go through these. I'm and sure. Just take yeah. 2021. In 2021, for the functions, that is the functions and the food and those kinds of things, actually it's just the functions, um, 
Quarry Hills made four million three hundred eighty-four thousand six hundred seventy-six dollars. Okay. That was that the amount of money that was made. Quincy received twenty-three thousand seven hundred thirty-seven dollars and fifty-two cents. That's less than one percent. So, and that's because of all of these expenses that they took out, including, you know, um, payroll, administrative expenses, um, you know, accounting fees. Mm-hmm. It's it's a long, long list, and that those numbers are very soft. I mean, who has looked at that? You say administrative expenses in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. What does that mean? And that's under the current lease. That's under the current okay. lease, right? And then if you take the the food. This uh, Quarry Hills has made eight million ninety four thousand three hundred and eleven dollars. Now just we in twenty twenty one. Just in twenty twenty one. Okay. And we've received ninety nine thousand six hundred ninety eight dollars and thirty cents. That's a little more than one percent. So when people say we get ten percent, we don't get ten percent. We get ten percent of the net. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. by the time Quarry Hills takes out all of these expenses, that net. Is very small. Well, according to that, it's about one hundred twenty-four thousand dollars for twenty twenty-one. Golf course fees, the same difference: five thousand nine hundred sixty-three dollars is sixty-three thousand dollars seven hundred forty-six and fifty-one cents. Ten percent of that—it's easy to figure out—is five hundred ninety-six thousand three hundred seventy-four dollars and sixty-five cents. Mm-hmm. But because of the twenty sixteen amendment, the mm-hmm. mayor gave up the rentals. We lost ninety-one thousand that year. Mm-hmm. We would—that's what would have been ten percent of the golf cart rentals because of that amendment in 2016. And in response to that um, reduction in the stream of income for us, that is ninety-one thousand dollars for this year. He got one night of free rental of the tavern when he has his one day that's allowed by the lease for a charitable golf tournament. Before it was free use of the golf course for one day.、Mm-hmm. Now it's free use of the golf course and the clubhouse. So, what happened to us as the Quincy taxpayers? What happened to us as the Quincy taxpayers? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. So she she talks about functions being like four million, and、mm-hmm. we only got twenty three thousand, and it's less than one percent. The food. It's actually was, like point five percent, point oh five percent. It's it's a lot less. The food, of course, we we got. I think just a little over one percent of that,、mm-hmm. and then the golf carts,、um, or the. It was the golf fees. The golf had, fees, but、yeah. the golf cart part that was removed. We lost ninety. We lost ninety one thousand dollars that、yeah. year, and, and the mayor got one free day. In, Tavern, yeah. Golf. It, it, for the and again, this is this is negotiated、um, behind. This is this is one of those things when I said you know with Ruth Gordon, everything things being negotiated behind closed doors. That's a behind closed door negotiation,、yeah. and and honestly, you know, something was always raising money for good cha- for charity. It's an event, you know. It's it's something that we have to really think about. What are we getting back? I mean, you know, what are we getting back as taxpayers? We can't walk through there. There's no trails to go through there. There's no events for us to do up there. We can pay a lot of money to go up and golf. It's a beautiful location. It's a turn. Key. We should know what the fair market value is of the property up there that we're negotiating. We should know what they're doing for 99 years, and we should be getting a fair value back to our taxpayers. So this next part, I just want to play.、Um, Joe asks her, "Does she know where the money went?" And、uh, I'll just play this. Okay. And the money that the city does eventually get 
is that geared toward any specific area of the city that just goes to the general fund? Is no, it goes to specific funds. Okay. And this was set up in the present lease too. And one of the funds is oversight. One of the funds has, goes to the DPW to take care of curbing and, mm -hmm. and sidewalks mm -hmm. and things like that. And then there were a couple of other funds as well. And I was fairly interested in the oversight fund because it seemed to me there's been no oversight. No one's been taking care of the playing fields. No one's been making sure that Quarry Hills does the right thing or yeah. even listing. I think the city council uh, agreed to that. Yeah. At the and, yeah. and no one's been pay paying attention to these lists of expenditures. Mm -hmm. What are they? Looked at them actually looked at the backup. And so if you look at that oversight fund, yep. over time, about $45,000 and 10% of this money goes into that has gone to actually golf course related expenses. The other money has gone to um, looking at uh, wind turbines on Moon Island, um, improvements to Crown Colony, curbing and mm. streets, and seven hundred over $700,000 for personal expenses. Which is what? We don't know. Okay. Now, I asked, I got this information from Freedom of Information Act request to the city. Really? Yeah, so I have an actual, I mean, I have these numbers. Okay. Was and that so, a difficult process? I mean, were you, No, you, no. Okay. I mean, it, they have to respond within 10 days. Okay. And, and they have, although okay. sometimes the responses, like I said, what happened with these? Mm -hmm. Who got the money? What did they get paid? Because in 2023, it was over $100,000. We're talking January. To now, just this year, okay. Just this year, and actually about a month ago when I got this number. So, who got the money for personal services, and what were the personal services? And my response: no response from the mayor's office, no response from the the legal department, no response from anybody. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't show where the money's going, especially for personal services. Mm -hmm. So the money that we collect in from Corey Hills goes into a couple of different accounts. One's an oversight account and one is a DPW account. And what that's another, so it's a revenue account that's coming in, but it's not in our general revenue. So it's an account that unless we specifically asked to audit it or knew about it, because there's accounts that we just don't know to even look at on the city council because it's not coming before us, we don't know what's being spent on. And when you look into it, it's questionable as to what's being spent and, and who's doing what. So there's employees being paid for out of those lines, but I'm not sure if they're doing anything with Corey Hills for oversight. Specifically, that money is supposed to go for the oversight of that project. Okay, so this next clip I wanted to play is, is just Tom saying, you know, what could be a possible solution to, to fix this lease? Mm -hmm. A commercial lease is one of the most complex legal documents you'll ever find. And in, in addition to the, the methods of, of getting a, a good lease on behalf of the city, mm -hmm. it's also a, an, an easier way. It, mm -hmm. it will be more expensive, but it's an easier way. And that would be for the city to retain a very experienced commercial real estate law firm to prepare this lease okay. in the city. I have seen many commercial leases over the years. And whenever, a, especially a valuable property is, is involved, no commercial landlord will let the tenant prepare the lease. In this case, the lease, my understanding is that the lease that I've, I've seen uh, has been prepared by the attorneys for Quarry Hills. Okay. And it should be rejected. And what should happen is uh, a law firm for the city 
with deep experience in these types of, of agreements should be prepared. It's a very specialized area of law, should be preparing the lease on behalf of the city, making sure that the provisions strongly favor the city on default, on some of the issues we've talked about, yeah. subleasing, uh, assignment. Uh, it's, 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 it's very important. They're the kind of the hidden issues beneath the surface that are there, but it's an insurance policy for the city's interests uh, as, as these decades go on, especially in a, in a 99-year lease. So he's saying the city should hire mm-hmm. a law firm specializing in this. Yeah, so, you know, Quincy's, we're 100,000 people. We've had enormous growth that's happened with the development that's been going on in the city of Quincy. We like to say we have a seat at the table with the big boys when we play, but then when we actually go and renegotiate a lease with Corey Hills, we have our legal team that's doing it, which they're not specializing on commercial leases. Right. I'm not blaming them at all. It's just, it's just, and they're, they're, they're reporting to the administration. So this lease was not negotiated in the best interest, Believe I believe for the taxpayers of the city of Quincy. And, what's and it's really- not like the city hasn't hired specialist law firms for other issues. Absolutely. I mean, when it's been, even for the downtown, we had special lawyers for the downtown. Right. You know, this is this is something where it's like, you know, it's a, it, it, at the beginning when we were talking about this, it's like, you know, Corey, the, uh, the O'Connells are from Quincy. So they're just good guys from Quincy. Well, they're good business guys from Quincy. You're going to get a good deal off of the city of Quincy. And the city of Quincy taxpayers deserve a good deal too. Yeah. Everybody can win here if we actually do it correctly. So when we're talking about the provisions and, you know, the things that are happening, the devil really is in the details. And the sublease is really kind of a key piece here. So for the sub, if, if Corey Hills wants to sublease, because it's a turnkey property up there. So they've done all their work. They, they're, they're, they're ready to sublease and just take the proceeds of what's happening at the golf course. And they sublease it to, the mayor has the option to review it, but can't, can't stall it if it's an actual professional golf company that's going up there to run the organization. And just to keep things really simple, let's just say, I'm just going to say $100. They're going to get 50%. The new company going up there is going to get 100 It's $100, $100 split 50-50. The new company will get 50 Corey Hills will get 50 and the city of Quincy will have to get 10 and that 10 will be out of Corey Hills. So Corey Hills will end up with a net of 40. The city of Quincy will get 10. The new organization running it will get 50. So Quincy gets 10%. Corey Hills walks away with 40 in their pocket. We get 10 and the city of Quincy taxpayers are not getting a fair share. That's the sublease. That's the way that's written. And the way you can fix that is saying, hey, you can't sublease it period. Don't sublease it because it's not going to be the beneficial of the city of Quincy. And if you do, we should be able to get everything. Or right. you do a 50-50 where Corey Hills gets the 40%, but they have to split that 40% with Quincy. Quincy already got 10. So Quincy would end up with 30% of the proceeds and Corey Hills would end up with 20. So Quincy would be up, be out ahead. But the devils are in the details of those types of things, Kevin. And you know we don't have anybody looking at those at the fine-tooth comb. Or if they are, if they are looking at them, they're basically overlooking them because this is the deal that the administration wants to have with Corey Hills. Right. So, of course, the mayor was on Joe Catalano's show on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I want to play you uh, some clips of what he said. Mm-hmm. Outside firm be brought in to draw up the lease rather than accepting the one that Corey Hills drew up. How do you feel about that? I uh, look at the... Lease went back and forth between the attorneys for Quarry Hill and the attorneys for the city of Quincy. I'm very comfortable with the lease, as I said before. If the city council wants to make changes in the lease, uh, that's their purview. Uh, and uh, so if there's these, these so-called expert attorneys have some suggestions to the council, they should make it. Uh, I don't think we have to start from scratch. We, we are living with a lease currently today. Uh, and we took a what was a, a, uh, a barren... Uh, ugly landfill and turned it into something 
positive um, with his also sharing revenue with the city of Quincy. I think it's a great project. So I, I'll, uh, I'll let the council do their work and, and hopefully we can figure this thing out. You know, they were suggesting that the proposed new lease would actually be a detriment financially to the city uh, as a relation to the current lease. Is, is that, do you agree with that? I don't, but you know, everybody has an opinion. So he still thinks it's a great deal here, right? I think he should read it. Yeah. I think he should read it and I think somebody should explain the math. Yeah. It's very simple. I mean, when you look at that and you question it when it's proceeds of net, proceeds of gross, and then actually that sublease piece that we talked about, it's not a benefit to the city of Quincy. And and I'm not being fresh here. I'm just saying like sometimes people need to have it, you know, not everybody's an expert in every area. I'm not, but certainly by no means am <laughs> I. Not. But, 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 and I'm not suggesting I am. That's why you would go out and hire somebody who's a professional to be able to make sure you're protecting the best interest of, of your properties. You know, people get into trouble all the time when they do this. And I, I, I constantly remind people, that's why you hire attorneys to make sure you're protecting your most valuable assets, your home, putting them in trust at certain points, making sure that you're you're protecting your investments. And that that's an investment to the city of Quincy. Yes, it was a dump. It no longer is. It's a turnkey golf course right now. That should be, we should be checking the fair market value of what that is because it is our, at the end of the lease, that's what we would inherit. And the other thing is, is we want to work with them, but you know, we should be getting the best deal for the taxpayers of the city of Quincy. And I know you've met with uh, Corey Hills Associates. I guess they met with all the counselors. Yep, they, they met with all the counselors and I went and met with them. And, you know, I had a lot of questions. I had a, that day was a little tricky for me because my mom was having some medical issues. But I went there anyway. We had a nice conversation. And, you know, one of the things that, that out of all the things I said was one of the things I asked was the formula and the 10%. And it did hit a nerve. I was told that was non-negotiable. That is not going to be something that's going to come to the table. And if we start talking about that 10%, deal is off. So deal is off, but deal is off for what? For the next 33 years? Okay, so let's take our time on that and do it right so the taxpayers of the city of Quincy gets the right deal. They have 33 years left. They're looking for a 99-year lease. We're not looking for the 99-year lease. They are, so come to the table right. and let's start talking about it. You know, And at the end of the day, if you don't come to the table and do not have a plan as to what you're going to do, you can't have a 99-year lease. doesn't make sense to give somebody something a la carte. But of course, you're only one counselor. So. I am. But that's how I feel. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of things I feel too, but the, the reality of it is, is we need to have those, those discussions. It takes years to do these kind of negotiations. It shouldn't take hours. Right. And then, of course, there was an article in Thursday, April 27th. This is by Scott Jackson. Granite Link's lease vote seen before summer recess. Mm-hmm. The chairperson of the committee, Ward 1 Councilor David McCarthy, said he would like his colleagues to vote on the home rule petition before the summer recess. I want to get it done before we go on break so it's fresh on everyone's mind, he said in a recent phone interview. While he would like to see the vote happen in the next two months, McCarthy stated the committee still has a few more meetings to go before we get get there. We want to have everything everyone was asking for in the lease when we vote on it, he added. So it sounds like it could come to a vote before the summer recess, but I know budget budget season's starting up. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of time to do that. So this is standard in this, this administration. We, we wait. It's May. We're supposed to come in May 1st with the budget. We're coming to May 15th. They have a certain amount of time that they have to have it done by. I think it's 45 days. They have to have the budget done by. There'll be six to seven meetings for the budget. And then this Corey Hills um, 99 release, if Mr. McCarthy wants to have this meeting, he's going to have to have at least two because he wants to talk about the 50-year lease and the 99-year lease, and then he wants to have a vote because it should really only take that long to determine this. The, the reality of it is, is that we could have been having meetings all along, but 
you know, we're negotiating this again. Corey Hills is each having each counselor go and answer one-offs, the questions, yeah. one-offs behind closed doors. It should be in the public. It should be so people can hear, so people understand what's happening. And, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to force a vote. And, you know, and they don't do anything in the city unless they know what they have votes. But my concern is before if were, an election, before an election. I mean, there is something that's there's something really that why are we rushing this? They have 33 years. We have a turnkey golf course at the at Coriolis. It's beautiful. Granite Links is beautiful. They have done a good job. Why not go through the process and the due diligence that we need to have? We are waiting right now to have these meetings because the city of Quincy had to engage with an accounting firm to do an audit because they did not do an audit before they brought it before us. That's yeah. what we're waiting for. So everything is backwards when it comes to this deal. And the taxpayers of the city of Quincy have to start questioning the things that are happening because when your taxes go up, it's not just because your assessed values are going up because you're close to Boston. It's because we're spending outrageously in the city of Quincy because we're making deals with people that are not beneficial to the taxpayers of the city of Quincy and because we're not bringing in the right type of people to represent represent us attorneys in certain specific specific situations like this to make sure that we are protecting the long range plans of our constituents of the city of Quincy. Right. 99 years is four. It's it's four generations. Yeah. And I know it's it's technical and this podcast is way more technical than I like it, mm-hmm. but you, you really need to pay attention. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I know we're going to put the link to the whole interview with, with Tom mm-hmm. and Jocelyn, mm-hmm. but I know people, don't necessarily do that. So that's why we we put we played these clips. I just want people to remember 99 year lease creates generational wealth for one family, not the taxpayers of the city of Quincy, but generational wealth is what's going to happen because it's a commercial property generating 90% of that profit margin that's going in, into the into this property right now is going to that organization, not to the city of Quincy. I, kn- I know that um, Tom and Jocelyn were, were meeting with the mayor, right? Yeah, so I believe there there was a lot of meetings this week with the mayor. I think there was the 99-year lease. Um, I don't think it was Tom. I think it was I think it was the oh. group that's working. I think on May 4th, um, this coming Thursday, there's going to be a meeting at Southwest Middle School being put on with people who have been um, organizing for the 99-year lease as well. So there's a, there's a lot of people talking about a lot of things, but I believe Jocelyn was one of the people who went to meet with the mayor this week in regards to the 99-year lease. And they... I, from what I understand, it was a good conversation and a lot of the financials were discussed. And I believe Mr. Walker was there and I believe um, the mayor was there and I believe they were understanding that maybe the numbers aren't adding up. But whether right. or not that so, turns into something, I don't so know. So hopefully, yeah, they'll they'll revisit revisit this lease and yeah. this deal and uh, strike a better one for the, the well, citizens. Of one would hope, but I think it's because it's before the city council, it's going to be left up to the city council to make that decision. And then it'll be the city council. And then council's they can wash their hands. Yeah, the city the council thing. will be the ones, if, Perfect. It, if, it, if, it, if it passes, it will be the city council who did make a good decision. Right. But, but let's just remember where it originated from. The red line leases originated from the administration's office before the city council. So even if the city council makes a bad choice, and I'm not saying they're going to, but let's just say they make a bad choice and vote it through, that's still a mistake that was presented to the city. The hands are the hands who delivered it was the administration. Correct. A bad vote is a bad vote, but bad deal is negotiated. Is the one who negotiated it. Yep. So I, I think this will be another long podcast, <laughs> but but I think that does it for this week. Go on. City limits. Thanks everybody. Thanks everybody.